Welcome to the SA Top 20. Joining me live in studio is Pat McKay. Um, welcome to the show, sir. Yeah, how's it going? Good to be here, man. Fantastic, man. You are a Cape Town musician, based in Cape Town, born here. We had a little chat off here. Um, but for people who aren't familiar with you, what's your vibes? Yeah, um, so I was actually born in Joburg, but, <laughs> but my parents moved here when I was four years old. We were in Amarnas for a year and then moved to Cape Town. Um, started uh, playing around with music, like sort of high school. I was into, um, loved hip hop, loved, uh, oh, wow. yeah, I actually really loved hip hop. Um, started beatboxing and <laughs> just, I was just fascinated with sound really. Um, and then, yeah, at sort of age 22, I picked up a guitar and then I went through the whole sort of rock phase and I was, you know, I did, almost did it the other way around. Um, and yeah, I had a lot of mates, uh, that taught me how to play and we'd all get together and write songs and, uh, and encourage each other. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's kind of my story. And I'm, I'm, uh, I started in 2010. Um, and then, yeah, I've kind of was on three years and then took a year break, another three years took a break and I'm back Back in the vibes, bro. Fantastic, man. And uh, you're back with a brand new EP um, called Ready, which yeah. we're going to dissect a little bit. Tell us about this EP. What, what was the inspiration behind it? Yeah, basically, I, I went through a bit of a tough time in life. And um, I, uh, I, 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 three years ago, I walked out of a psych ward and um, somebody gave me this, uh, this letter. And in the letter, it said, um, I see you writing songs, looking over an ocean, um, and and uh, people's lives are going to change from the songs that you wow. write. And um, two years later, two and a half years later, the day that I released the album, I bumped into her at Seattle, and I was like, "No, you are <laughs> lying." Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was it was that 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 crazy, bro. Um, I've got like chills down my spine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Um, so, so uh, basically, I, I um, yeah, I, you know, I had to, I had to reassess my life. I had to look at things, and uh, and uh, uh, it was a really about ten years ago. I started a process of healing, understanding that I was being driven by shame um, uh, in order to try and be perfect, um, and and to start uncovering some of that stuff, you know, letting go of, of unforgiveness and those sort of things. So it was really a process of, of healing that I went through. And it was a long, tough journey. And we, and all of us, I th still think we're on that journey. We're on the journey of life. So, um, but, uh, I experienced a really big shift, um, in, in just, uh, trying to, um, yeah, just understanding that my way wasn't really working. Um, so I just, you know, I, I called out for help and, uh, and, um, and, uh, yeah, and, uh, it, 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 it happened. I, I got help <laughs> and it's, uh, <laughs> and it's still helping. So as far as when I grew up, it was always sort of, I grew up in a family where, um, my mom was a believer and I, I was, uh, um, quite opposed to, to religion, hmm. um, but what I've experienced in reaching out to the divine is a relationship. Um, and that's, it's just been really beautiful. Yeah. It's been really powerful and community and just a crazy turnaround in my life and something that I couldn't have done myself really. Sure. Yeah. Man, I didn't expect that. Mm. <laughs> no, it's such a beautiful story and just also how open you are um, and transparent you are mm. and, you as a person translates that into music. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a transparency in your work. Sure. Um, 
and I, I, I guess that's what I always ask artists and musicians, like, how much are you willing to bear um, in your music? You know, this is not like a, oh, here's a Taylor Swift song. I'm writing about my ex. Yeah. There's something deeper here that you are writing in your music. Yes. Um, how, how does it feel for you to be, you know, sharing your soul out to listeners? So I think uh, one of the things I learned was that um, real change comes from um, when you speak from your own experience. Um, vulnerability begets vulnerability. Healing begets healing. So, um, you know, there's the speck in the log. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are trying to fix the world, but they haven't fixed themselves um, or they haven't done the work or allowed, allowed that process yes. um, of self-healing. So... Um, so yeah, so basically you'll hear in a lot of my songs, I speak from my own experience and it's raw and it's real. Um, and I think that's where the connection comes in because the opposite of addiction is connection. Um, mm. So it's a connection to a higher power. It's a connection to uh, yourself and it's a connection to the other, uh, the trinity of trinities, you know, the three there and the three down mm -hmm. here. So, I mean, that's my, my belief. Um, so opposite of addiction being connection, meaning that if I'm sharing from my own experience in my songs, people get to see their experience in my songs and they feel connected. So this, this thing that, I'm, that I, I think a really solid principle with the album is about connection. 100%. Yeah. If you have time, is it okay if we go through the EP and just chat about some of the songs yeah, on the EP? Sure, 100%. Sure. So the opening moment on the EP is called Ready, the first single off this EP. Yeah. Um, tell us about the song and why this particular single so uh ready it, it came at a time where I, I was starting to understand that in order to grow and in order to uh make a mark in a sense um you had to do things that would step out of your comfort zone um there is a sort of a an underlying uh, expectancy from the world to to uh, you know if you if you're perfect then then uh, you know you've got to you've got to try and toe the line uh, but if you break through boxes it's it it can be offensive but that's how you grow so it's about can, am I okay with being misunderstood by people hmm. in this process so the ready ready is about you're never really ready and it's it says busy waiting for the future when you feel like it might flow a lot of us are waiting for one day when the stars align. You know, things are going to be okay, but it's actually not, I'm not ready. I'm going to take a chance here and I'm going to step out my comfort zone. And that's going to look like a lot of stress. It's going to look like, you know, trauma, turmoil. It's going to look ana, but those are actually strong uh, stress hormones that actually make us stronger. Um, it's actually good, good stress of putting the, putting the body under that as you can grow. It creates character. So it's, it's about... It's about breaking out of the boxes, and I think the boxes that have been created for us often at, uh, in a school setting where it is a dualistic, you know, right and wrong, and yep. you were shamed when you didn't do things, uh, underliningly shamed when things weren't right. So you, it's, a, it's basically um, starting to see things as, 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 as feedback and not failure and, uh, yeah, stepping out of your comfort zone, that's it. Yeah. 100%. So ready, yeah. Well, we are going to play ready, and when we come back, we chat about the six other songs cool. on the solo. Cool. This is the SA Top 20. It's just hit 6.30. That was Pat McKay with Ready here on Two Oceans Vibe Radio. He is still in studio with me, yay. Um, and we are chatting about his brand new EP that is out now on all streaming platforms. Track number two, it was. Tell was. us about this one. So, um, yeah, it... it some of the aspirations that I have, I mean, the last, uh, or had at least, it's, it's a, I guess it's again, it's around transformation. The, the, 
the chorus is I'm now building on a rock. So it's, it's, um, it was basically, um, like, let's say the last verse is, is, uh, it says, it says, it says, um, it speaks about, uh, maybe one day being in LA or one day having this and, 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 you know, it's, it's this idea that when we get something, there's going to be, you know, we're going to be okay. Um, so we, we're kind of striving in order to uh, to become okay, and we're striving for what we perceived rest, as opposed to uh -huh. coming from a place of rest. So all these aspirations were, you know, it was actually coming from a place of being a victim, saying, "I, you know, uh, I'm a victim. I wish it could be like this." Uh, um, and uh, so it's it's a uh, it's it's a story of the past, present, past, present past the song that that's what the song does it goes back into saying it was these were my old aspirations these were these this was my old heart posture this was <laughs> the way that i saw the world this is what i wanted and this is what i this is the way that i see it now songwriting for you how does that work um what comes first you know it's so interesting because you just asked me now about it was and mm -hmm. i can't even remember the lyric i'm like i'm like you asked me about it was i'm like what like what what verse like i'm trying to think about the third verse <laughs> i can't even remember it <laughs> but it's, it's funny when i get the first when i get the first note of a song or the first lyric then i know the whole thing but i can sit Whoa. for literally like three minutes going what on earth was the first lyric you know, I don't know, it's a bit spacey. <laughs> <laughs> but songwriting for me is around, I go first for chord progression, and then I find, um, I find a sound, like an assonance or a sound or something that resonates. That, and it's usually, it's just something that, that holds weight, mm. and then I write around that. Um, uh, but it's usually around actually a sound, which is, yeah, it's quite cool. Have we come to it yet, or are we still going to, with regards to what was the most difficult song on the CP to write? The most difficult, difficult in what way? Whether it was emotion or whether okay. it was just the strum of the guitar so was just, or the riff of the guitar I was difficult. Father is, is, okay. a, is the most personal for me. The, the beginnings is, uh, thank you, mother, you prayed for me uh, through the dark nights of, of my soul. And I must sing over land and see how my heart's turned into gold. Um, and what it, it was, a, it was a shout out to my mom because she, through those dark times in my life, she was praying for me. Mm. Um, and it goes into the chorus and says, thank you, Father, my soul is free. So it's honoring mom and dad. And it's thank you, Father, you know, um, uh, thank you, Father, your soul is free because my dad died three years ago. So it's about honoring um, my my dad as well, and and um, it says I never expected this life. So the sacrifices that my dad made for me in order for me to have my needs met, but then ultimately it's saying that um, I'm I'm glorifying uh, God to say that it's He's a father to the fatherless. And now that my dad's gone, I have another dad. Oh man, damn. You got a good heart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that note, then we have a song called "Sun." Do they tie into one another at all? "Sun" is a bit more cryptic. Hmm. Um, you know, it's funny actually. I, I would say that I was less intentional with that song. Hmm. Um, it kind of was just a. I strung some things together with it, so I wasn't. It wasn't as an intentional song as, as Father was, but um, still, it's the same. It's the same story of light to dark. I mean, dark to light. 
it's the same story of transformation. It's the same story of living from a place of fear, being run by my fear, being in reaction to my fear, mm. in reaction to my shame, and breaking free of, the, of, of, of being in reaction to those things and starting to um, allow joy and peace and hope and these things to, to move through my being. 100%. Yeah. Um, how much songs did you write for this record? Like, what is on the, what's in the vault? That's basically what I want to... <laughs> how did you land up on just these seven songs? So, um, I like the number seven. <laughs> <laughs> that happened and I was like, oh, this is, this is good. Because I, mean, I don't even know whether it's an EP or an album because it's too short for an album <laughs> and too long for an EP. Um, but there is... There are some stuff. There, there's music that has got a single that's uh, hopefully coming out pretty soon um, with my friend Craig DeSouza. Oh, wow. Craig? Yes. Craig and I have put a song together, and um, hopefully that'll be out quite soon. It's just a single. Isn't Craig DeSouza known for like dance music? He is. I know. Mm. Isn't that cool? But Pat, we need to have uh, a chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Whoa. So so yeah so so that's that's one other thing, and then um, I've 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 been writing a lot, so I've actually. I'm looking forward, I think in September and October, mm -hmm. I'm aiming to do another album. So I'm very excited for that. Awesome. Um, Where are you recording? Uh, still, it's kind of up in the air, but I'm thinking of doing with Helmut Mayer. Um, okay. And he he's a bit of a traveling nomad. He like brings his studio gear with him and he'll, he'll come to your house or, and set up, you know, so it's, um, so it's very exciting. But uh, the, obviously there's still things that, that I need to put in line in order to... Uh, there's some ducks that need to be put in a row. That's another question is when you do the writing, like do you go into studio already having like a grip of what everything should sound like or do you book studio time and then see mm -hmm. what, what happens? Like for instance with these seven uh, tracks, um, I I had the pretty much about four of, of the seven were done and dusted and ready to be recorded, mm -hmm. but there were about three that we, we workshopped okay. in, in the space. Um and uh, yeah, sometimes it, it, I mean, for, in my experience so far, that's that's been a good way to to do it. But but ultimately, what I would like to do is take the songs in most like in completion and take them in, but then also leave room for uh, uh, whether the magic magic yeah. magic happens. You know, one hundred percent for you. Let's talk about for you. Yes, okay. talk to me. So it used to be oh you. It used to be, oh, you, you're gone, and now you're here. I don't see your face enough. Oh, you. And it was about a girl who I used to date who lived in America, and she would go away for six months, and then she'd come back for six months. Ooh. And I would say, I see your face a lot, but I don't see your face enough, meaning that like, I, I enjoyed the space when she left, mm -hmm. but I also missed her. So it was a play on that. And then when I had my encounter and things changed, I was like, I'm not writing about that anymore. <laughs> so I was like, she's scratch. off the list. <laughs> so, this, so it's for you now. It's 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 more of a instead of it being a codependent song where I idolize a woman, it's a song where I'm again speaking to my relationship with my higher power, with God, um, and saying for you. And I had to tweak. So I actually, the funny thing about some of these songs were most of them were written before I'd had this this encounter. Whoa. Um, but, and I thought that I was just going to leave them all, but uh, I really felt and I saw the science to go back and, and, and bring it into completion and just realized that whatever force was behind me um, is completely irreligious. <laughs> and it's just uh, <laughs> so much more awesome than we can ever imagine. So I just followed that and uh, went back and brought things into completion and try to uh, make them as uh, 
close to my my belief and my sort of integrity that I wanted to hold in the songs as possible. 100%. Also with that being said, these songs play out like a diary almost yeah. where it would just thrive on an intimate like one-on-one acoustic setting. I'm like, go Raptor Room, go, you know, Cafe yes. Room. Yes. Um, any plans to move into, you know, live, live, live music and yes. that sort of stuff? Yeah. Yes. So... So listeners out there, if you want to just uh, follow me on, on Instagram or Facebook, it's, it's Pat McKay, it's P-A-T-M-C-C-A-Y. Um, and details for gigs will be, will be coming up. Okay. So um, yeah, busy. I've got a, got a cool little community and a team together that, we, that, are, that are helping me out. So yeah, we're just taking it one step at a time. And gig, gig, gigs are, it, it, the next phase or the next sort of season, I would say, is, is gigging. So um, yeah, and and what's what's nice is that I believe that the songs do hold themselves in an acoustic mm. sense because it's a very um, produced album. Uh, but to play the songs acoustically, they manage to hold themselves, which is cool. One hundred percent. Closing moments on the EP. Great, great, great. Came from a place of honouring women, and um, again, you know, I don't want to get into into theology or anything, but there is a lot of stuff out there that um, you know. There's a lot of belief that within a religious context that women you know uh shouldn't have a voice or mm. you know and um and the song was kind of uh really against that it was a place of being a man and saying i see you and i honor you mm. um and i feel like there really is a space for that especially with what's been happening in the country 110 um, so as a healthy man as a man that's that's working on himself that's that's wants to be transparent that uh, that is that is uh, on a mission to to heal and be there as a healthy man. Mm. I want to stand here in front of you as a woman and I say I see you and I honor you. And it's not for your behavior, it's not for anything, but it's just to see you and honor you and see the goodness in you and draw that out in in whatever context you know that is. It's just about seeing each other. It's it starts with really can we see each other? Um, and I think there's such power because we all have we all have a need to be seen. Mm. Everybody's dying for this this need to be seen. One hundred percent. And now I come to my fanboy moment. Uh, Shape shifting. <laughs> yeah. uh, my favorite track on this, yes. on this EP. Yeah. Tell us about this one. So I think it's probably the most uh, descriptive about my past. Mm. Um, uh, it speaks about living in my in my sister's flat, causing mischief that fill my whole soul. Shame, meaning that um, again, it's. It, it's uh, I was shape shifting around. I was I was I was a one sixteenth of the person that I am yeah. because I was having to shape and shift, and I, I I needed to be I needed to be something else. You know, I needed to to, to perform in order to be loved or to be uh, whatever it was. It was a shape shifting, and these feelings that I couldn't express because addiction is really just running away from pain. Um, it's not being able to, uh, so shape-shifting, saying I have feelings I can't display, I have feelings I can't explain, um, because I wasn't taught emotional intelligence at school. We weren't taught emotional intelligence. We weren't taught to, to speak about our feelings. You know, mm. it was, It's very sto- stoic uh, society in, in, in many senses mm. that you talk about that, that means you're weak. You 100%. Know? Boys don't cry. Yeah, boys don't cry. So it, it's um, you know, shape-shifting around... Uh, and it says, I got feelings I can't explain. Grace keeping me sound. 
Meaning that it's crazy to me to think that in that time, and um, my past was dark. It was 20 years of, of I mean, they weren't, it wasn't all terrible, <laughs> but it was 20 years of addiction. So um, to think that in those times where I was really out of it or where I really was not present, that there were people that were around that were actually watching me and helping me and that there were, I mean, that you can take it to another level. There were, there were angels looking after me. Grace was keeping me sound. Ooh. So I was actually being... You know, I was being looked after within that and it had nothing to do with my behavior. I was unconditionally loved in my mess and in my glory. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pat, 100, I did not expect this. This has been an incredible chat. Awesome. Um, thank you so yeah. much for yeah. your moving words. Yeah. Um, how honest and truthful you were. Um, <laughs> And I just wish you the most unlimitless and boundless joy, friend. I receive that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing left to do is play Shapeshifting, my favorite song on the EP. Where can peeps follow you? Yeah, so Instagram and, and Facebook. Uh, Facebook. There's a page in Facebook, Pat McKay. It's M-C-C-A-Y. And then Instagram, uh, it's pat.mckay. I say, the reason I keep emphasizing M-C-C-A-Y is because a lot often people say M-A-C-K-A-Y. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. Here is shape-shifting.